0: Good day. From the Bridge Journalist Chronicles, this is News Flyer for the week of July 28th, 2019. I'm Jason Smith, and this is the first podcast from our new office in Glauchau, Saxony, in eastern Germany. During the absence due to the move, we had heat waves and other issues affecting historic bridges around the world. Here's a sample of what you'll be hearing in this podcast. Heat causes closures and restrictions on several movable bridges in Europe. Time runs out to save a key white River Historic Bridge in Arkansas. Trucker destroys century-old bridge in North Dakota. Two century-old truss bridges to be rehabbed and relocated, one in Arizona and one in Pennsylvania. And lastly, London's bridges are getting a complete makeover, a delight for night photographers. Now the news in detail. Wilhelmshaven, Germany. A week-long heat wave in Europe not only brought life to a near-screeching halt, but also caused other problems as well. With temperatures soaring as high as 43 degrees Celsius or 110 degrees Fahrenheit, many people traveling by train, cars, and even bikes have had to suffer from delays due to buckled streets and rail tracks. In the harbor town of Wilhelmshaven in Lower Saxony, it was no exception, for crews had to restrict the use of the Kaiser Wilhelm Swing Bridge to boat and vehicular traffic. According to German public channel NDR, heat caused the steel of the bridge to expand to a point where the swing span was unable to open or close properly to boat traffic. As a result, the bridge was only opened rarely and for emergency purposes, resulting in boat traffic being restricted. In addition to that, the roadway was shut down to all traffic except for pedestrians and cyclists. However, the Kaiser Wilhelm Swing Bridge is not the only bridge that had that problem with the heat. Similar cases have happened to movable spans throughout Europe and, of course, in northern Germany, such as spans in Emden and Oldenburg in Lower Saxony, as well as Husum in Schleswig-Holstein. In addition to that, rail lines and their crossings in in that region had to be closed down because heat was causing the steel tracks to melt. This is the fourth heat wave that affected Europe this year, setting records across the board with temperatures breaking the 40 degrees Celsius mark. July, according to many news updates, was recorded as the warmest month on record. More information on the heat wave and, of course, the impact on the bridges can be found via links in the Chronicle's news flyer. Clarendon, Arkansas. The days of a key historic bridge spanning a major river in a small community have come to an end. The Clarendon-Cantilever Trust Bridge, Built in 1931 by four bridge companies originating from four different states, was the last of the sister bridges spanning the White River. The cantilever worn through truss bridge features the main span of 390 feet over the White River, yet has a total length of 4,288 feet, counting the approach spans, almost the equivalent to a mile. It was replaced with a new span a half a mile away and was opened earlier this year. Yet, in the past six years, the bridge was the focus of preservation efforts by locals, bike, uh, bike enthusiasts, and even state officials, who had been striving to keep the span intact and reused as a bike trail crossing. For there had been plans to have a national bike trail run from running coast to coast, and declaring the bridge would have been used as one of the main crossings. According to a newspaper article, had the fight to save the bridge been successful, it would have attracted quote unquote of uh, 15,000 to 20,000 tourists for the first year. In addition to that, we have seen bicycle tourism's extraordinary impact in northwestern Arkansas, the Big Dam Bridge in Little Rock, and the Haranhan Cycling Bridge across the Mississippi River in Memphis. Already, over 400,000 cyclists have ridden over the Haranhan into west Memphis. Quote. On June 2nd, the state Supreme Court dismissed a lawsuit to stop the demolition of the historic bridge, even though the Preservation Organization was granted a half a year to compile a plan to reuse the structure. The last nail in the coffin came on july twenty fifth, when the US Fish and Wildlife decided not to review its earlier decision to demolish the historic bridge as soon as its replacement structure was open to traffic. This is despite the fact that the Clarendon Historic Trust Bridge was listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Demolition on the bridge has started today, August fifth and is expected to last for the rest of the year. There is no word on whether any of the pieces of the bridge will be preserved and reused as a memorial. Information on the bridge can be found in the Chronicles News Flyer. Grand Forks, North Dakota Another case that is still being investigated is how an overweight semi-truck crossed a century-old bridge with only a fraction of its weight, sending it to the river. The incident took place on July 22nd at 1.15 in the afternoon as a truck driver carrying a load of 43 tons of goods tried crossing the Pony Truss Bridge spanning the Goose River, located two miles southwest of Northwood. The truss bridge, built in 1906 by the Fargo Bridge and Iron Works Company, had a weight limit of only 14 tons. It's a National Register site. The bridge collapsed just as the trailer was going across. The driver was not injured, but was cited with an $11,000 fine for the offense. The bridge itself is considered a total loss. The road the bridge used to carry, 3rd Avenue, is currently closed to traffic until a replacement bridge is built. The new span is expected to cost between $800,000 and $1 million. It is unclear how it will be financed, let alone if further charges are expected against the driver. Northwood is located 35 miles southwest of Grand Forks. Tucson, Arizona, a historic bridge located in the desert and abandoned for almost four decades is about to receive a new home. The double adobe truss bridge is a worn pony truss structure spanning the whitewater draw on an old alignment of double adobe road in Cochise County in Arizona. The truss bridge has riveted connections and vertical beams, which, uh, which means that the bridge was built at the earliest 1910. Recent inspections indicate that despite its long abandonment, the truss bridge itself remains in very good condition, That, not only the wooden decking was the main point because it had rotted away, mostly. After the result of the inspections, crews are planning on relocating the bridge to Tucson to be rehabilitated and re-erected in its new home. When opened in January 2020, it will span the airport wash at the site of the 22nd Street Mineral and Gem Show. The Chronicles will follow up on the latest on the bridge's restoration work and inform you once the project is completed. Pictures and information on the bridge can be found by a link to Bridgehunter.com. Fredericksburg, Pennsylvania. After having been closed for 13 years, a century-old through truss bridge is about to have a new chapter in its life. The Inwood iron truss bridge spanning the Swatara Creek was lifted off its foundations on July 26th making way for its replacement span. Built in 1899 by the Pittsburgh Bridge Company and erected by Nelson and Buchanan of Chambersburg, the 150-foot long span is a pin-connected Pennsylvania through truss with Town Latisse portal bracings. It has been considered a historic landmark by Lebanon County and is listed on the National Register. Plans are to disassemble the truss bridge, relocate it and rehabilitate the bridge, then reassemble it at a park located 300 feet from the, new trust, from the new structure. The park was possible thanks to the sale of land to the county by Chuck and Charlotte Alwine earlier this year, according to information from the Lebanon Daily News. People will be able to cross the newly restored historic trust bridge once the project is completed in June 2020. Details on the project can be found via link. You can also see the video of the bridge lift on this uh, edition of the Chronicles News Flyer. Fredericksburg is located twenty-five miles northeast of Harrisburg, the capital of Pennsylvania. London, while Britons and tourists are fretting over the possible effects of Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Brexit from the European Union, Londoners are embracing a combination of history and artwork in the form of LED lighting, under the helm of Liftshutz Davidson Sunnylands and American artist Leo Vareil. As many as four bridges have been lit with LED lighting since the start of the project in January 2019. This includes the Millennial, London, Southwark, and Cannon Street bridges. The plan is to have as many as 15 bridges in London be wired with LED lighting by the time the project is completed in 2022. This includes the Tower Bridge, Westminster, and Chelsea bridges. You can find more on this project in the Architects journal and it will give you a summary of uh, what uh, what led to this project, and of course, uh, there's some videos on the LED demonstrations of the newly lit bridges. The link you can you can click on below. And that's it for the summary of the events that have happened over the past three weeks. And that's not all. This week, uh, the upcoming edition of news Flyer for August 6th is in the making and will be posted after this one. Yeah, you can find more stories and other items online through Bridge on the Chronicles by WordPress as well as through all its social media pages. That's it for The Chronicles and this additional News Flyer. Thanks for listening. I'm Jason Smith. Until next time, happy bridge hunting and happy trails until you meet again. Bye now.